This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm glad to welcome to the podcast, Patrick Kanak. Patrick is the area director for Renewal at the mission agency, Surge, where he leads their publication, teaching, training, and mentoring ministries. Patrick is an ordained minister in the PCA and has worked in curriculum development and also served as a pastor in Illinois before joining Surge. He's the author of several books, including On Mission, Devotions for Your Short-Term Trip, and most recently co-authored with Barbara Giuliani, a Bible study on the book of Psalms called Psalms, Real Prayers for Real Life. And I'm just thrilled to welcome you to the podcast. Patrick, so glad to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And I am looking forward for many reasons to the verse that you have today, because I know what it is. And this comes from one of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 73. So I'm not going to say any more. I'm not going to steal your thunder. But why don't you go ahead and you just tell us what the verse you have for us today. Uh, so it's right at the end of Psalm 73, uh, verse 28. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. So Patrick, if you were to take this verse, the very end of Psalm 73, and put it in your own words, what would that sound like? I think it would sound something like this. Even though I've struggled to understand what God is up to in my life, his presence and his protection are rock solid. I'm happy to tell others about it. So when we look at a verse like this, it's back in the Old Testament, and yet these days in the New Testament era, we're thinking about refuge, we're thinking about Jesus, and He's our Savior, He's our Redeemer. How would you relate this verse to Christ? Yeah, well, Jesus is the very embodiment of God's presence and His protection uh, that Asaph, the psalmist, is is invoking. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, I was talking with a pastor the other day, and he was sharing some of the challenges uh, that he's going through with, with his church. And if all we could see were like those circumstances, I think it really would feel overwhelming. But this verse is reminding us that we can be near God because Jesus has first come to live uh, with us and be near us. And because he's risen from the grave and conquered death, he's always going to be our refuge. He's always going to be our rock solid fortress. And so uh, the psalmist is really calling to mind uh, those traits uh, that Jesus has for us. Oh, thank God for that. So I thank God for this psalm. It's, like I said, one of my favorites. It apparently is one of your favorites. I'd love to hear the story there. How has God used Psalm 73 in your life? Yeah, uh, so Psalm 73, there's a lot of uh, psalms that really deal with uh, doubts and struggles. And it's actually the story of the rest of the psalm that makes this verse so special. So the psalm was written by a man named Asaph, um, and he was a temple priest. And so he spent his whole life dedicated uh, to serving God. And even so, he, he was still struggling to understand and trust God. And I think, you know, that that's kind of been the story of my life as well. Uh, even though I do trust him, it doesn't mean that circumstances are always easy. Uh, and so particularly for Asaph, when he saw people who ignored or, or even seemed to despise God still prosper in their lives and in, in, the, in their outward day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. uh, living, that really created a difficulty for him. And so kind of the journey of Psalm uh, 73 is Asaph confessing that, that God is good, but then really recounting these struggles and bringing them before the Lord 
spending some time in worship, which is really the turning point. Mm -hmm. And then not just staying there with that, but then recounting all the good things that God uh, has done for his people, has done for Asaph. And then it finally comes to the conclusion uh, in verse 28, which is, you know, really this ultimate statement of trust, statement of faith. Yeah, I appreciate your sharing there. And it really is Asaph sharing what he struggled with as well. And I think if you read Psalm 1, it feels like you're set up for a completely different experience. Like the wicked are the ones who face hard times and the righteous are thriving like a plant by streams of water. And then Psalm 73, it's like, yeah, but my experience is so different. And God knows that. So yeah. if you were to take the message of this verse, or even if you want to expand it more in the entire Psalm and explain it to a 10 year old, let's say there's a 10 year old who's listening with his family to this podcast today. How would you package that for him or her? Yeah. Well, uh, the, the nice thing about Hebrew poetry is you don't have to read uh, Hebrew to be able to appreciate kind of the poetry here. Yeah. I wondered, are you going to read it in Hebrew, Patrick? That's impressive. <laughs> no, no. Um, but the, each one of the lines kind of contributes something new to the meaning. Hmm. And so kind of that, that first line, but as for me, it is good to, to be near God. You know, Asaph is saying that no matter what anyone else thinks or does, he knows. And so hmm. we know that it's good to be spiritually close to God, because that's really where the true blessings, where true peace can be found. And then he adds on that and says, you know, not just good to be near God. Why? I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. Hmm. And he's saying, I'm going to trust God because he's strong, but tender. Hmm. And so he communicates the strong, you know, with the word sovereign, that word, you know, it's a title of royalty, uh, it invokes power, authority. Uh, and then he uses the image that, that this sovereign Lord is his refuge. And the refuge is like a castle, you know, it's a, it's a strong fortress. It's not uh, something that's really subject to kind of to the whims of, you know, wind and rain and things like that. It, it's the secure place. So, so God is strong, but he's also tender. And so when it says sovereign Lord, uh, the word that we translate Lord in English is actually a very specific Hebrew word, uh, which is the personal name for God. And that name was only given to his people. And it was a reminder that they were his people and he was their father and that they have a real intimacy uh, with him, uh, you know, that, that not everyone is able to share unless you are in that relationship uh, with him uh, as, your, as your dad. And so as a result of that, he finishes with, I will tell of all of your deeds. And when you look at the rest of the psalm, it's not just the good parts, right? It, you know, the blessings are included, but also the struggles, because that's where God meets us. He, he meets us not just in the blessings, but also in the struggles. And he doesn't insist that we get everything in our lives all cleaned up before he'll do something for us. And so that's why Asaph can come to God and say, I'm really having a hard time. I'm really struggling here. And God really shows him, well, this is how you pour that out. This is how you bring that before me. But I don't leave you there. I, I also take you on the other side of the journey with all the promises that come in the second half of the psalm. Wow. So the Lord meets us where we are in our struggles in this psalm, but he doesn't leave us where we are. And he reminds us of where we can find our true good, which is in him. I'm going to read it again. This is Psalm 73, the very last verse, verse 28. It says, but as for me, God's presence is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge so I can tell about all you do. So Patrick, you cover this Psalm, if I remember correctly, as an entire lesson in your study, the recent study that just came out on the Psalms. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. 
And if I'm not mistaken, you have a pretty amazing way to describe how the psalm works in the diagram of a circle. Is that right? Yep. So there's some amazing poetry and design and structure here. And we're not going to tell you what it is because you have to go get the book to figure it out. But it's pretty <laughs> amazing, I have to tell you. So I will ask you this, though. What is a good question, Patrick, maybe even taken from your study, that parents or others can think about or discuss together with their families when this podcast is over from Psalm 73? Yeah. Well, so Asaph says he's comforted by being near God and trusting God to be his refuge. So I think like a great question is, where have you sensed God being near you today? Hmm. Or maybe even where have you seen him be your refuge today? That's a great question. Thank God he always is, even if I'm not picking up on it. Yeah. So I'm so glad you've made the time to be on here and talk about one of my favorite Psalms. Thank you for uh, accommodating me that way. And I'm actually glad it's one of your favorites too. So would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us, Patrick? Yeah, I sure would. Uh, Father, we we offer your words back to you. Uh, you have given them to us, uh, and and so we use them as we pray. As as for me, it is good to be near you, God, and that's true. Your presence is the place of peace and safety. Uh, I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. Uh, you are the one sure, stable thing in all of our lives, no matter uh, what is circling in terms of circumstances or struggles or trials, uh, you are the one place where we can find refuge. And because of that, I will tell of all of your deeds. Uh, and Jesus, I want that to be true in my life, and I want that to be true in our listeners' lives as well, uh, that we would be people that would testify to your goodness, but, but not just because we ignore the bad things, but because we uh, bring them before you and we ask you to work in our hearts to be able to see them from your perspective and uh, to be able to trust you uh, even when we don't entirely understand what's going on. And so we, we want to tell your story uh, of goodness and grace and love to us. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.